Where would this world be without you? You are significant, vital, and necessary, and you're probably so busy taking care of everyone and everything that you're starting to feel a little invisible or unheard. But your voice matters. It's time to unlock doors and shine light on all the chaos so you can be all you were meant for. Here's the host of Your Voice Matters, Rebecca Dollinger. Hey, Rebecca Dollinger here. Hey, I have a question for you listeners. Do you believe you are completely capable of overcoming whatever obstacle may be in front of you? Hmm. If you answer maybe or not so much, then you need to meet our this fabulous guest, Heather Davila. She is a professional certified life coach with who empowers women to live courageous lives. And I love that. Welcome. <laughs> Thank You're you. Welcome. Thank you, Rebecca. You know, I, where did you get that phrase, courageous lives? I just... <laughs> yeah, I guess by seeing the results I kept getting, it just, it made me so excited when I look back and see when a client would start with me and then where they would end up. And we were building these courageous women. That's what was exciting for me. So I was like, that's what I do. It's really cool. <laughs> and it really is. Because I remember this lady telling me one time, she goes, courage is fear that said its prayers. Mm. And that has always stuck with me because sometimes when when you're fearful about something, you know, you know, you have to muster up some courage to get through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so interesting that you say that, because that also implies that even when you're even when you're courageous, there's a part of you that there's a part of fear in that, like they aren't mutually exclusive. So I love that idea that it uses the fear and brings out courage. It's such a cool idea that it is fear the praise. I love it. Well, I also heard too. Um, I don't know why I'm really good with like small quotes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. Yeah, I think that's the point of them, right? Memorable. And, and one of them was fear. Fear means false evidence appearing real. How many times have we been fearful of something? Yeah. And there might be a, like a smather of truth in there. Exactly. Exactly. It just takes a little bit that's convincing you to make you go the whole mile. Yeah. And I have an active imagination, so you can imagine, you know, I remember <laughs> thinking, oh, my side hurts. Oh, I probably have appendicitis. No, I probably have <laughs> cancer. Yeah. Oh, the C word. Yeah. yeah. It automatically goes directly to the worst case. Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought that was so funny. Um, I always wondered, um, why did you start in coaching? Yeah. So this is a full circle moment for me, actually, because... I was I love podcasts, so I was listening to this podcast back when I was um, staying home with my children, and it was a podcast that was encouraging me as a mom. And she had a life coach on, and I thought, who on earth is a life coach? That sounds strange. Like your mind goes to like Tony Robbins, right, or like just really big brash personalities. But the life coach that this woman was wasn't any of those things. And the way she described it, it made me see, oh, my goodness, that is exactly what I want to do for my current relationships with my friendships. I love working with people one on one. You know, I would have moms come over and we would just sit and talk. It was my absolute favorite way to love on people. 
then I, I never felt like I had the tools or the ability to help them move forward. Like it was just kind of like, all right, well, things are hard. And that was it. You know what I mean? <laughs> There was, there was no moving forward. And so when I realized that when you become a life coach, you're helping people move forward. And it was through that same venue. But then I, I wanted to use those tools. And so I really felt called like, this is what I need to do. So I went and got trained. And oh. part of the training is, all right, start coaching. Because the best way you can learn is by doing right. and just stepping out. And so I did. And it just continued to grow. And it continued to be affirmed and like this is what I want to do this is and so I've just gotten better and better and honestly just believe more and more in myself really the courageous woman I'm also creating is myself in this whole process so it's been an amazing amazing journey and it's just starting so but but don't you find that when you talk to women that there's stuff that comes out of your mouth that you thought oh that sounds really good you know I mean I mean it's sort of like <laughs> It's like I should write this down. Was, you didn't know who was in you. Exactly. My grandmother used to complain to me all the time. Rebecca, you got to stop letting people listen. Yeah, you because know, I would listen to people. She says they're just going to wear you out. I go, well, they have. They just need to talk. You know. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, that is something mm-hmm. that. Um, well, you took the step and did it. Mm-hmm. So that's huge. Yeah, yeah. And I think that there's there's so much to coaching that people don't really understand. But one of my favorite ways to to view it is the highest paid, most, I mean, crazy talented people in the world Mm -hmm. have coaches. Right. Right. I mean, like, Olympic athletes. I mean, you think about millionaires or actors or anybody that we're looking to to say, wow, they are really successful. They have an army of people helping them be that way. And so on this end of the spectrum, when you are working toward being, being the best version of yourself, of course, help is what's going to help you take that next step. So I really like thinking about that, like looking at Tiger Woods or somebody, Michael Jordan, in order for you know, I don't know if you've watched The Last Dance, but oh, yeah, okay. that was cool. Yeah, and but he, for him to find that next edge, he didn't think I just need to dig down harder and try harder. He said, "I need a coach. I'm gonna go get a coach. I'm gonna strength cho- strength coach, um, and many other things." Well, one thing I I think is so cool is well, that's not really cool, is that I find it interesting that women are so critical of themselves. Mm, mm-hmm. And I don't know why we do this. I think it's sort of like we should know better or we we always put these expectations on us. Yes. Isn't that awful? <laughs> <laughs> well, when it's used in the wrong way, yeah, it can be nothing but a downer for sure. Yeah. The crazy part about those expectations is they can be flipped. Right. Like when we use the expectations for our benefit, it can actually help us and grow us to be the people that will are who we want to become instead of using our expectations against us. I know that's just frightening. Yeah. Yeah. It's so great, though, because you're the one that put the expectation on there to begin with. So you're the one that can take it off. Like that you don't. But, it, but, you know, for me, I have a very creative mind. Yeah, yeah. You know, like we, I said earlier, and it's just, it can go like, it can just go crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It just can. I'm, I'm sure some of my listeners understand that. <laughs> right. So if you have that creative mind that can go crazy in the negative, when you refocus it to go, okay, well, what is possible? 
that's where that's where it unlocks what what could go forward for you instead of just thinking of how everything is going to crash and burn. Well, Heather, we have to take a short break okay. and get some love to our sponsors. We'll be right back with Your Voice Matters after these messages. Be the leader you know you can be. Build your professional network and access education that takes you where you want to go. We are women of all ages and backgrounds. You deserve national recognition and opportunities to build relationships with people you want to work and grow with. Hit the ground running with the Charisma Chapter of the American Business Women's Association. Meetings each month from 6 to 8.30 p.m. on the fourth Tuesday in Farmers Branch, Texas and online. Come with us. Experience ABWA for yourself. Go to charisma.abwa.org to learn more. Still doing your own audio and video media? If you're creating your own video series, TV, podcasts, and ad files, you're not focused on your business. Your community needs you to keep being awesome while professionals take care of audio and video details. Bet you didn't know your show could have a studio audience with Q&A. And applause. Take your TV and podcast show to the next level. Focus on managing the business end of your inner celebrity. Get over here to the OBBN Network Studios at Grace Point Media in Farmer's Brand. Discover three state-of-the-art television studios two podcast studios equipped for multiple participants and audience guests obbm network studios at grace point media is the highest level of set direction audio video production quality network programming and broadcasting for your business your message could be in front of people you want to reach right here in dfw and beyond call 214-714-0495 to talk through your ideas now 214-714-0495 it's time to make media work for you Hi, I'm back with Heather, and we are talking about psychology and the, being critical of yourself. But also, I would like to get into the chatter. Okay. You know, especially this last year, you know, I've noticed people have all this chatter in their head. <laughs> you know, it's like good stuff, bad stuff. You know, they just have this. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's the voices in your head you know that nobody wants to talk about but we all have (laughs) like I have so many things going on in my own head and we all do it's what makes us human right those are just thoughts that pop up a lot of them are subconscious a lot of them just pop up and they're just a thought that happens in your mind and I love talking about this because, first of all, it normalizes it. <laughs> you know, right. It's completely normal to have a voice in your head. In fact, that's what makes you alive, I think. And then I love the idea of it just being a thought and not being like a lot of people hear something in their head and they think this is the ultimate truth because I thought it. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I think that a lot of times that's where you go down the spiral and you begin you know, being overly critical or like you said, having an overactive imagination in a negative way. So just being able to be aware of that chatter is so huge. Yeah, just being able to hear like what is really happening in my head and and having and having that come outside of your head and seeing it for what it is is so is really powerful. You know, I was I was I don't know. I've got this a long time ago, and I still do it today. If there's stuff that's really bothering me that's in my head, mm-hmm. I write it out. Yeah. And when you write it out, it's nothing that sounds it's completely different exactly. than what's in your head. Exactly. It's like, Why am I worrying about this? 
Yeah, exactly. So like, for instance, I have a client who every time she gets an email from this coworker, she gets upset. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like there's a, there's an instant response Mm -hmm. and all she can see is her instant response. She's not seeing the thoughts that are going through her mind as she's reading that email. And so when we, when we slow it down and we give it the space to see, okay, when you read this email, these are what, this is the thought you're having, which the thought she was having was, they just want me to do their job. Oh. Right. So if you have that thought reading any email, you're not going to enjoy it. You're not going to respond. You're not going to be your best self in that moment. And so being, really being able to slow down and hear those thoughts and realize like, what, why do I even think that? Or even, is this thought even serving me in this moment? It's really a great question. Like, does this actually serve me? Because sometimes when you begin to think like, is this true? Is it not true? Then you can kind of go down a rabbit trail. But just, is it serving you? If it's not, then let that go away. Yeah, that easy. Just poof. I mean, it's not always that easy. (laughs) Because some of our thoughts are deeply held beliefs, right? Things that we just... Yeah, and you know what? I think when you get a certain age, you know, you're taught as young, you know, young certain things, and when you get to a certain age, you question them. Yeah, and I think I did that when I was a teenager. I Absolutely, <laughs> Absolutely. Um, maybe that's just common for teenagers, but you know, your beliefs change as you get older. Absolutely, because you've got more, more information, you've got more experiences. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing. No, no. I and think change is good. Yeah, yeah. And being just being able to see what are those beliefs, you know, and are they serving me to have that? And when I say beliefs, I don't want people to immediately jump to like a religious belief. I'm talking about like simple, like logical things that you think are ultimately true. Like my child who I love dearly. I love him. I just want to start by that. Okay. I love him a lot. But he really believes that if he doesn't get it right then, something's wrong. Like whatever he needed in that moment, if it's not right in front of him, something has gone wrong. So we're changing that belief to it's okay for things to take time. Like time is time does not mean something has gone wrong when something takes longer. And so we're really building that in him. <laughs> Well, that's sort of like, you you know, you're not good at math. Exactly. So you'll never make anything of yourself. Exactly. And I don't know why teachers do that. You know, (laughs) honestly, because I'm not good in math. (laughs) My sister was a whiz. Ooh, interesting. But that's the way her mind worked. Sure. You know, and I was more on, you know, the the social or the, you know, the the creative part. I'd rather like draw, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. The belief that if you're not good at math, then you must not be a good student. Yeah. And that's hard for girls. Yeah. Because the, like my daughter was going into engineering. Yeah. And um, the senior year, she decided to take, she was going to major in mechanical engineering. And my husband and I looked at each other because, you know, she was in voice. She was in drama. She was. <laughs> she sounds like me. Yeah. But she was, she's kind of around, around yeah. it, you know, and she's, and she's good in math, but she doesn't do math her way. I mean, she does it her way. She doesn't do it the she way. She doesn't follow the rules. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, what we decided to do, I said, you let her go and let her major in it. Because if you tell her she cannot do that because we don't think she can do it or we don't want her to fail, she won't regret that. Okay. So end of freshman year, she goes, Mom, I don't think I'm going to major in mechanical engineering anymore. Wow. I mean, she made good grades, but right. wasn't her deal. I said, well, she went to a huge university. 
So she wound up being a certified archaeologist. Whoa, <laughs> the end of the story. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, I mean, that just goes to show you that, you know, we put labels on people. Absolutely. You know, especially yeah. in our school systems. Well, and we put labels on ourselves, right? So right. if someone's willing to label you, I don't know if you've ever read Max Licato's book, um, You Are Special, but it's like this great, great, I mean, fable. I'm not sure if that's the right word, but it's all these people and they can put stickers on each other, whether you're good or bad. And one day a girl shows up and the stickers don't stick. And everybody's like, what? How do you get to that point? And she's going back to the carpenter to be reminded of who she is. But it's just this idea that those labels stick when we let them. It's such a powerful idea to to realize that whatever I have been labeled, I have allowed to stay. Yeah. And a lot of times you're labeled when you're a kid. Yes. And that's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Depending on what generation you grew up in. Yeah. Yeah, but at some point, if you begin choosing, right, after mm-hmm. childhood, like, I will keep this. I will keep this I label. Will keep that. Yeah. yeah. So when I went to college, I majored in psychology because I love the way people's brains work. Yeah. You know, it's just fascinating to me that, you know, the way, it, you know, we our brains just protect us. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're amazing machines. Amazing. Yeah, I love them. Well, Heather, we'll have to take a short break and get okay. a letter of sponsors. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with Your Voice Matters after these messages. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. They're not out to tell you the truth of what's happening. They're out to tell you the picture of the world that they represent. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements and facts, and prevent people from being misled. The Epic Times is independent. We're not controlled by any special interests, and we never will be. The Epic Times is a non-partisan media. That means we don't stand for any political party. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would ensnare this country in ignorance and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. Subscribe today and join the Americans who are seeking truth and tradition. We'd love to have you on board. Who do you call for IT maintenance and solutions? Hey, I know a guy. Call 877-271-STOP. With One Stop IT Solutions, your business is their number one priority. Your first line of defense in this new cyber world, and with everything on your plate, they're also your peace of mind. Managed IT helps you keep more of your hard-earned dollars, makes everyday tasks easier, and reduces risks you probably aren't even aware of. When One Stop IT Solutions is on the job, you can get back to business and focus on those new ideas you're thinking about with support necessary to get them done. Call 877-271-STOP for DFW IT help you can count on. That's 877-271-STOP. Call today, 877-271-STOP. Well, we're back with Heather, and we're talking about, oh my goodness, we're talking about a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but I would like to get into the behavior of when we were this past year, we were in a pandemic. Okay. And our behavior has just gone. I've noticed people's behavior like it's off the charts. Yeah. And in and, and my personal belief, I always thought maybe a lot of it had to do with the news we were seeing 24 mm-hmm. 7 we get the news yeah yeah i mean i think that obviously everyone's behavior is specific <laughs> to that to that person but it, it's so interesting to me when i think back on the last on the pandemic whatever you want to call that um it makes me see how we were the true colors the true things that were happening underneath the surface or maybe it was more around like what I really think about this or maybe it was I actually don't like my job (laughs) you know just like just like what was real you had to there was so much downtime right and by downtime I mean like you know you couldn't go as many places people had to sit with themselves and that's what is so interesting to me about what what happened through the pandemic and, um, you know, when people sit with themselves, you know, when you're squeezed, what comes out? <laughs> it's, not that, it's not that pleasant of a picture, but I love that, that image of like, what do you have inside of you? And when you're squeezed, that's what's going to come out. And, um, yeah, so I think the pandemic was a big squeeze. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people started businesses. Yeah. Because they decided, oh, this uh, drive, you know, Monday through Friday, you know, it's just killing us. Mm-hmm. And they got to work from home. Yeah, well, they can see like, okay, I this is, I'm, I've got my life. First of all, we were all really faced uh, with death as well. Talk about a squeeze. Like, are you know, are, are we going to die from this? I mean, there's a lot of fear in the air. And so when you're, when you have that squeeze of, I only have this one life to live. It makes you see exactly like you said. Priorities. Do I do I want to keep going to this job or do I want to follow this dream or completely shift gears? Which is a good thing. You know, I say that it's a good thing because I um, sometimes people are stuck in their jobs and they don't realize it. And then when they had the opportunity to actually you know, look around and say, well, I'm very talented in this area. Mm-hmm. And you kind of like do an inventory yourself. You know, I'm really like good at this. Why don't I start my own business? Mm-hmm. Or why don't I, you know, I wanted to do chari- more charity work or, or whatever. So right. I think that everybody had to reevaluate themselves. Yeah, some of us really appreciate teachers now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and me being one of them, just realizing like, oh, the I definitely love school. I love that my kids go to school. And so like re-upping my support of the school, like whenever they were able to go back, I'm like, thank you so much. Like, this is (laughs) such a luxury and I appreciate what they do on a a completely different level now. Yeah. So what what do you teach? Well, I'm talking about my kids going to school. Oh, your kids going to school. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that I don't teach them. Because we got to do that for a while. Yeah. I know. I don't think I could do that. But, you know, they do math now. Uh, like division. Uh-huh. They do it straight down. They don't go across. I And I'm going, oh, well, see, I'm not good in math anyway. So they wouldn't make sense. <laughs> I could never teach. You had to hire somebody to come in. <laughs> but, you know, I always thought of life as being like a journey of living and loving and, mm. you know, just... Um, being you Mm -hmm. and i think um sometimes people actually especially women we don't have a lot of confidence Mm. so stepping out there doing something 
you know, that's out of our box is scary. Yeah. Yeah. It can be very scary. You know, you've got the imposter syndrome that shows up all over the place. And I think also just the, the only place that the authority to change can come from is yourself. Oh, that's beautiful. I like that. Right. If you're looking outside of yourself, like maybe when my husband says I'm ready or maybe when my boss says I'm ready or maybe when my mom or dad, even if they were to say, yes, you're ready, it's still your choice to take that and go with it. So I love just having women take the authority back in their lives. Like that's my job. Right. My job is to take the authority of my life. You know, Eleanor Roosevelt once said, do one thing that scares you each day. Okay. I had that plastered on my <laughs> computer screen. <laughs> I was to say, you could quote that real quick. Yeah, because I read it every day. Yeah. And I think she's absolutely right. If you mm-hmm. do one thing, because if you keep in your comfort zone, you're never going to grow. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to get to the end of your life and you says, I wish I had. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I had my um, brothers uh, and sisters ask me, why did you do that podcast show? I guess, mm. well, I says, because your voice matters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and every per- person's voice matters. Exactly. And they, they, they thought that was like, oh, stepping way outside your boundaries because mm. you never did that before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I says, well, I've never gone fishing before, you know, and, but you learn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's so, it's so great to think, too, that, like, what scares you becomes less scary. And so it's, like, redefining, like we talked about at the beginning, what, mm. what fear is, actually. So can you, we talk about maybe um, one thing that um, you might find interesting that uh, sometimes we do things over and over and over, expecting different results. Yeah. Why do we do that? <laughs> Our brain loves repetition. Our brain loves to do the exact same thing because it feels safe in those things. So maybe the one scary thing you do today is just change the routine. (laughs) Just try something different today. Maybe it's something very small, like sending five minutes researching that thing you wanted to do. Just five minutes. Yeah. And just see where it takes you. And so that is is something to to think about and I think it's so simple but our brain is going to completely reject it and just expect that your brain's going to be like don't do it (laughs) (laughs) but imagine one of the biggest things for you is giving helping people find solutions yeah right exactly and those solutions often come I mean they really do come from inside the client we're just diving into okay how do we get there how do we get from where you are right now to where you want to be Mm-hmm. And what and how do you specifically in your own strengths and your own abilities, how do you get there? That's where the power is. Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because sometimes we really don't. Sometimes we really don't know. Yeah, that's right. So, um, Heather, why don't you give us your contact information so everybody can contact you? Great. Yeah, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. You can find me, Heather Davila, but I'm also on my website, heatherdavilacoaching.com. Uh, thank you. Well, my name is Rebecca Dollinger, and you have been listening to Your Voice Matters podcast. You've been listening to Your Voice Matters with host Rebecca Dollinger. Find Your Voice Matters on the OBBM Network podcast and directories everywhere. For guests and sponsor information, call 214-729-6307. That's 214-729-6307.